section nine of the wise of cooking by janet mackenzie hill this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by betty b meats one why does cooking make meat more palatable answer cooking meat sterilizes or destroys parasites or bacteria that may be present coagulates albuminous juices thereby improving their appearance makes tough tissues tender and brings out and accentuates agreeable flavor two why do the tough cuts of meat and mutton come from the neck and legs and the tender cuts from the middle of the back answer exercise toughens muscles and connective tissues thus muscles in those parts of the creature that are used constantly will be less tender than muscles protected somewhat from use three why is the nutritive value of tough meat as high or even higher than that of tender meat answer the same exercise that toughens muscles draws the nutritive foodstuffs juices to them four why in boiling parboiling roasting and broiling meats do we first of all subject the entire surface to very strong heat answer high heat will coagulate the albumen and harden the fibers on the surface of the meat and thus keep the nutriment within the meat five why in making soup or broth cut the meat into small pieces cover these with cold water and heat the water very slowly answer we present just as much surface as possible to the action of the cold water and let the water heat gradually that the juices in the meat may be drawn out into the water six why in making stews and pot roast do we cover the meat with cold water and bring it quickly to the boiling point or sear the meat on the outside with high heat and then add a little cold liquid and finish cooking at a gentle simmer answer in stews and pot roasts we wish part of the juice to remain in the meat and part to be drawn out into the liquid and proceed accordingly seven why should even a well-done steak or roast present a puffy appearance answer puffiness is a characteristic of meat that is not overcooked if meat be subjected to a high temperature for too long a time the albuminous juices are hardened and turned brown throughout the cut after the surface of the meat is seared over the heat must be allowed to coagulate the juices only slightly and keep them jelly-like and the color a light pink lack of puffiness means bad cooking and hardening and shriveling of nutritive matter eight why in setting a steak to cook in a double broiler have the edge of fat next to the handle of the broiler answer with the fat toward the handle the meat is basted during cooking with the melting fat nine why turn a steak each ten seconds for the first half of the cooking and then draw it farther from the heat and turn less often answer the steak is turned to sear and cook both sides evenly and to avoid burning also if not turned quickly the heat would drive juices from the exposed surface into the fire it is not as essential to turn so often during the last of the cooking after the outside is seared over with strong heat to keep in the juices the cooking is completed at a lower temperature that the meat may be thoroughly cooked and the juices within be jelly-like ten why have the pan at blue heat 
when pan-broiling steak or chops answer high heat is needed for the initial searing over also meat will not stick to an extremely hot surface the pan must be kept hot and the meat turned constantly eleven why have no fat in the pan when pan broiling answer if there be fat in the pan the meat is not pan broiled but sauteed twelve why does it take a longer time to pan broil a steak than to cook the same steak over a bed of coals answer direct heat is more powerful than indirect heat thirteen why does it take longer to broil hamburg steak than an ordinary steak of same thickness answer in an ordinary steak the heat follows the little muscle tubes but in hamburg steak it is deflected this way and that by connective tissue chopped and disposed irregularly fourteen why set roasts of beef mutton and poultry into a hot oven and roasts of lamb veal and pork into a moderately heated oven answer to be wholesome pork and immature meat as veal and lamb need to be thoroughly cooked to the very centre of the roast if a heavy coating be formed on the outside the heat cannot penetrate the joint thus the loss of juice is preferable in the case of these meats to lack of thorough cooking at the centre fifteen why set fresh meat to boil in boiling water and ham and corned beef salted meats to cook in cold water answer the juices are to be held within the fresh meat and some of the salt drawn out of the salt meats the salt meats lose nutriment both in pickling and cooking but are valuable for variety and for emergencies sixteen why brown poultry chops steaks etc before setting them to cook in a casserole answer the meats are brown to intensify flavor a sort of meat caramel flavor cooked even in liquid in a casserole with a close-fitting cover the flavor is retained seventeen why baste roasts while cooking with hot fat rather than with fat and hot water answer roasts are basted to keep them from becoming too dry and also to send the heat into the meat if hot water be added to the fat moisture is produced and the flavor of the roast is changed reserve water for the joints with much connective tissue which require long cooking and much moisture after the joint is seared over the temperature of the oven should be lowered if the fat burns in the least the oven is too hot for successful cooking the fat dripping from the roast beef is as a rule all that is needed for basting but poultry veal and lamb require additional fat eighteen why dredge a roast with flour after basting with fat answer the flour combining with the hot fat gives a frothy crusty appearance that is attractive to the eye also some of the flour browns in the pan making a good foundation for a brown sauce to serve with the roast nineteen why adapt the size of the pan to the roast and use a rack under the joint answer if the pan be large a correspondingly large quantity of fat must be used in basting or the pan will burn if the meat be not lifted out of the fat the portion in the fat will be fried in it and become overcooked twenty why are moisture and prolonged cooking at a gentle heat essential in cooking tough meat answer the albuminous proteins are to be coagulated stiffened delicately as in tender meat but the connective tissue of which there is considerable 
the quantity varying with the cut of meat age etc is to be changed to gelatin dry heat and a high temperature will harden this tissue but low heat long continued in the presence of moisture will transform it to gelatin and the little bundles of fibers will fall apart easily twenty one why should the framework of roast meat and fowls be used in making stock answer the brown juices of meat found on the bones gristle fat etc are of most agreeable flavor and if dissolved in water may be used to add flavor to foods deficient in this property as rice macaroni and many vegetables twenty two why is it important that meats fish fowl and soup stock not to be eaten at once should be cooled rapidly answer this is done as a precaution against ptomaine poisoning poisons are liable to develop in protein substances that stand too long at a temperature neither hot nor cold this is especially to be guarded against in hot weather and with meat slightly underdone recipes beef steak chowder one pound round steak three tablespoonfuls crisco one onion one quart boiling water one teaspoonful salt one half teaspoonful pepper one and one half cupfuls thin cream or rich milk scalded over hot water four potatoes cut the steak into strips an inch and a half long and half an inch thick and wide melt the crisco add the onion cut in very thin slices and stir and cook until the onion is softened and yellowed add the boiling water let simmer five minutes add the pieces of steak let boil five minutes then simmer until the meat is tender pare the potatoes cut in thin slices and let cook in boiling water five minutes drain rinse in cold water and drain again then add to the meat with the salt and pepper add more water if needed to cover the potatoes when the potatoes are tender add the milk or cream and additional seasoning if necessary serve with crackers leftover steak may be used jugged chicken separate a chicken into pieces at the joints take two or three tablespoonfuls of flour and half a teaspoonful each of salt and pepper mix all together thoroughly in this roll the pieces of chicken after dipping them in milk or water then pack them solidly in an earthen baking pot cover the whole with sweet milk then adjust the cover and let bake until the chicken is tender smothered or pan chicken cut a clean chicken down the back and wipe inside and out with a cloth wrung repeatedly out of cold water rub the flesh over with salt and pepper and set in the inner pan of a double roasting pan pour a cupful of hot milk or white stock into the pan cover and set into a hot oven cream three tablespoonfuls of crisco beat into this three tablespoonfuls of flour and spread over the hot chicken let cook ten or fifteen minutes then baste with the liquid in the pan baste each fifteen minutes thereafter until the chicken is cooked the time of cooking will vary according to the age of the chicken from one to two hours will be needed when the chicken is tender remove it to a serving dish add milk or water in quantity as needed and stir until the liquid boils pour this over the chicken and serve at once boiled ham let the ham soak several hours or overnight after scraping and scrubbing thoroughly with a brush to cook cover with cold water bring solely to the boiling point let boil a few moments then skim and let simmer five hours or more 
when tender set aside to partially cool in the liquid then remove draw off the skin brush over with beaten yolk of egg diluted with milk sprinkle with sugar and cracker crumbs mixed together and set in the oven to brown cover the bone with a paper frill garnish the disc with parsley also serve cold sliced thin sausages baked with creamed potatoes chop fine four cold boiled potatoes season slightly with salt and dispose in an au gratin dish pour in milk or cream to come nearly to the top of the potatoes prick the casings of one pound of sausage and lower them in a frying basket into a kettle of hot crisco count sixty then remove and dispose over the potatoes for a small frying kettle cook the sausage in two lots half a pound at a time pour over the sausage a cupful of rather thick white sauce one made with chicken or veal broth preferred use two and one-half tablespoons of flour and two tablespoonfuls of crisco to the cupful of liquid cover the sauce with three-fourths a cupful of cracker crumbs mixed with three tablespoonfuls of melted crisco let bake about fifteen minutes serve for luncheon or supper spiced beef have a piece cut from the round three inches thick with a sharp knife make several incisions like the sign of addition clear through the meal into each of these press a slice of breakfast bacon rub over the outside of the meat with salt pepper and flour set in an earthen dish and pour on half a cupful of vinegar a tablespoonful of sugar one-fourth a teaspoonful of mustard and a cupful of water heated to the boiling point cover and let cook in the oven slowly five or six hours basting occasionally and adding water if needed casserole of round steak cut round steak in pieces about two inches square and let brown in three or four tablespoonfuls crisco melted in a frying pan remove to a casserole and add broth to cover add more crisco to the pan and in it brown a small blanched onion for each service add these to the casserole cover and let cook about two hours or until nearly tender add for each service two small strips of carrot and half a dozen cubes or balls of potato parboiled and browned in the frying pan also salt and pepper is needed and let cook until the vegetables are tender if the beef be rolled in flour it will brown more quickly corned beef hash chop fine an equal quantity of cold corned beef and boiled potatoes stir in a little broth or boiling water and turn into three or four tablespoonfuls of crisco melted in a frying pan stir and cook until hot throughout then let stand to color and crust slightly on the bottom fold as an omelet turn on to a hot serving dish serve at the same time radishes sliced tomatoes pickled beets chili sauce or tomato ketchup roast sirloin of beef wipe the meat with a damp cloth dredge the fat with salt and flour and the flesh with flour rubbing it well into the flesh set to cook in a hot oven the sirloin shown in the illustration is set skin side up the way in which the roast will be sent to the table to cook turn the under or tenderloin side uppermost that the meat unprotected by fat may be seared over on the outside and the juice is kept within after the roast is half cooked turn the fat side up and finish the cooking on this side letting the fat become well browned baste each ten minutes with the fat in the pan and dredge with flour after each basting 
the heat should be such that the fat and flour in the pan be not overcooked if too dark the fat is not fit for basting and the flour and meat juices are unsuitable for brown sauce to be served with the roast cook a roast about twelve minutes for each pound when done the meat should be pink at the center brown sauce for roast beef when the meat is cooked remove from the pan to the warming oven it may be cut more easily after standing half an hour pour the fat from the pan add two cupfuls of boiling water to the brown flour in the pan and stir and let boil that the water may take up the browned meat juice adhering to the pan put one-fourth a cupful of the fat in a saucepan add three tablespoonfuls of flour and cook until frothy let cool add the liquid from the baking pan and stir until boiling then strain and use brown fricassee of veal melt four tablespoonfuls of crisco in an iron frying pan cut veal steak in pieces for serving roll in flour and set to cook in the hot crisco when the veal is browned on one side turn to brown the other side then add light broth or water to cover and let cook at a gentle simmer about one hour stir one-fourth a cupful of flour for each pint of liquid half a teaspoonful of salt and one-fourth a teaspoonful of pepper with cold water to form a smooth thin paste add to the meat stir until boiling and let simmer ten to fifteen minutes when the dish is ready to serve a little tomato puree is a good addition to the sauce beef stew four tablespoonfuls crisco two and a half pounds chuck roast three peeled onions in slices one carrot six potatoes sliced salt and pepper melt the crisco in the frying pan cut the meat into small pieces and brown part of the pieces in the hot crisco cover the rest of the meat with cold water and heat quickly to the boiling point add the meat from the frying pan and turn some of the hot liquid into the pan let it stand over the fire until the glaze is dissolved from the pan then add to the meat cover and let simmer about three hours add the onions and carrot scraped and cut in slices and let cook half an hour then add the potatoes pared rinsed parboiled and drained and let cook until the potatoes are tender when all should be cooked add salt and pepper as needed and the stew is ready two and a half pounds from the hind shank of beef which is largely lean meat and bone may also be used and cost less than the chuck broiled tripe with bacon rolls simmer fresh tripe in boiling water until very tender it will take five or six hours of cooking add salt during the last of the cooking drain and set aside in a covered dish until ready to use brush over the portion to be used honeycomb tripe is considered the best with partly melted crisco and set to cook over the coals or under the gas burner let cook three or four minutes then remove to a hot platter season with a little salt and spread over the top as many slices of broiled bacon as there are individuals to serve bacon rolls may replace the broiled bacon to prepare these run a toothpick through each slice of bacon rolled up like a jelly roll immerse all at once in a basket in hot deep crisco let cook until crisp and a light amber color throughout then drain and use as specified a quarter of a lemon should accompany each portion beef balls with spaghetti one can tomatoes one green pepper in shreds one onion in slices two branches parsley two cupfuls water one teaspoonful salt 
one pound steak top of round one egg beaten light one quarter cupful soft sifted breadcrumbs one teaspoonful grated onion one half teaspoonful salt three tablespoonfuls crisco one half pound spaghetti one half cupful grated parmesan cheese cook the tomatoes green pepper onion parsley water and salt half an hour then press through a sieve into a casserole free the steak of all stringy portions and chop fine add the egg crumbs onion and salt and mix all together thoroughly roll into a dozen balls of the same size heat the crisco in a frying pan and in this cook the balls until well browned on all sides drain on soft paper then transfer to the puree in the casserole cover and let cook about forty-five minutes in the meantime cook half a pound of spaghetti in whole or half links in boiling salted water until done drain and rinse in cold water when about ready to serve take the meatballs from the casserole turn in the spaghetti and parmesan cheese grated lift with two forks until the whole is well blended then return the meatballs to the casserole cover and return to the oven to become very hot serve from the casserole swiss steak have a steak cut from the top of the round one and a half inches thick pound it with the edge of a heavy earthen plate or a meat tenderer until the fibre is thoroughly broken up dredging over it meanwhile from time to time a little flour by the time the steak is well pounded a generous half cup of flour will have been pounded into it in a large iron frying pan heat two or three tablespoonfuls of crisco in this cook the meat until well browned first on one side and then on the other pour in boiling water barely to cover the meat and let simmer about three hours for variety cook two peeled onions sliced thin in the crisco before the meat remove them and after the meat is browned spread them over the meat to cook with it after the meat is cooked they may be retained in the sauce or strained from it as desired corned beef souffle two and one half cupfuls milk one half cupful celery leaves or stalks one half onion two tablespoonfuls crisco two tablespoonfuls flour one half cupful soft sifted breadcrumbs one half teaspoonful paprika one quarter teaspoonful salt two cupfuls cold corned beef chopped fine three eggs beaten separately scald the milk with the celery and onion about fifteen minutes strain and cool a little cook the flour in the crisco add the milk and stir until smooth and boiling add the crumbs paprika salt and beef beat in the yolks then cut and fold in the whites turn into a crisco dish set into a pan of boiling water and let bake about twenty-five minutes hamburg steak a la tartare one pound rump or round steak one quarter cup full cold crisco one half a green pepper one slice onion one tablespoonful crisco melted one half teaspoonful salt four egg yolks one and one half cupfuls tomato sauce if round steak be used let it be from the top of the round scrape the pulp of the meat from the nerves and fibres and with a wooden spoon work the crisco into the pulp chop the onion and pepper very fine and cook these in the melted crisco until yellowed and softened add these to the beef with the salt mix thoroughly and roll into four balls press the balls into flat cakes with a depression in the centre melt a teaspoonful of crisco in an iron frying pan set the meat in the pan and drop the uncooked yolk of an egg into each depression baste the yolks with a little hot crisco 
and set the frying pan into the oven let cook about five minutes remove to a hot serving dish pour over the hot sauce and serve at once tomato sauce three tablespoonfuls crisco three tablespoonfuls flour one half teaspoonful salt one quarter teaspoonful paprika one cupful tomato puree one half cupful rich brown stock melt the crisco in it cook the flour and seasonings add the puree and stock and stir until boiling beefsteak birds have round steak cut very thin pound it with a pestle to reduce the thickness at least one half cut it into pieces about three inches square mix one cupful of soft sifted bread crumbs with one-fourth a cupful of crisco a little salt pepper and sweet herbs and use to spread over the pieces of steak roll each piece separately and tie with a bit of string at each end to hold the shape roll in flour and cook in a little hot crisco until browned on all sides add boiling broth or water to the frying pan cover and let cook until the meat is tender about one hour serve with creamed or mashed potatoes Réchauffé of roast veal two tablespoonfuls crisco two tablespoonfuls chopped onion one cupful veal gravy one tablespoonful tomato ketchup eight slices tender cooked veal heat the crisco in it cook the onion until yellowed and softened add the gravy made for the hot roast and the ketchup and heat to the boiling point lay in the slices of veal and let stand over boiling water until very hot if the gravy has not been thickened cook a tablespoonful of flour in the crisco and onion before adding the gravy to them roast leg of pork select a leg from a young pig scrub the skin with care then with a sharp knife score the skin for cutting in thin slices rub over the outside with salt and flour and set to cook in a double or covered roasting pan in an oven of moderate heat after a time add half a cupful or less of broth to the pan if it is needed and let cook about five hours as pork needs to be cooked very thoroughly the outside should not be seared over at first by means of strong heat lest the crust thus formed keep the heat from penetrating to the centre of the joint in a double baking pan no basting will be needed in an open pan baste every ten minutes with the dripping in the pan pared and cored apples may be baked in the pan with the meat these will probably require about half an hour to bake crown of pork with small onions cut pieces containing six ribs from each side of a rack of pork having the two pieces of the same length and height remove the backbone and make an incision between the ribs trim each rib above the eye as for french lamb chops turn the rib bones outside and the eyes of the chops inside and sew the two pieces together mix a cupful of sausage meat with a cupful of stale bread crumbs softened in cold water and wrung dry add additional seasonings if needed put the crown in the baking pan add the sausage mixture in the open space inside the crown cover the bones with criscoed paper dredge with salt pepper and flour and bake in a slow oven between two and three hours basting every ten minutes with the dripping to which a little hot water is added melt four tablespoonfuls of crisco in it cook to a delicate brown enough small peeled onions to fill the crown add stock and let cook until tender glazing the onions with the stock as it cooks away 
remove the crown carefully to a serving dish so as to avoid breaking the sausage filling place the onions in the centre above the filling cover the ends of the rib bones with paper frills and garnish with a few sprigs of parsley serve with applesauce and tomatoes in some form end of section nine